Hey, welcome to Losing the Faith. If this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. Just so you know what you're getting into for the next hour, this is a San Diego Padres baseball podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm joined by two of my best friends and two of the biggest Padre fans I know, David and Adam. Over the next hour, we're going to talk Padres baseball like Padre fans. We'll recap how the Padres performed last week. We'll look towards next week and what they have on deck. We're definitely going to do some bullshitting and make fun of each other and probably play a little trivia and have some fun. So if you want to sit around and talk Padres baseball with us, we'd love for you to join us. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Losing the Faith Podcast with Ryan, David, and Adam. All right, welcome back to Losing the Faith. I'm Ryan. I'm here with David and Adam. Hey, back uh, after a little game action last oh, week. Did you guys miss really. me? A little bit. Oh, a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously tonight we are talking trade deadline. Um, so I think maybe what we do is do a quick just synopsis of what the trade deadline, trade deadline action was. And then I've got some questions for you guys. I know, Dave, we're at your it's no longer early moment. So I want to hear how you're feeling about the team and the moves they made. And Adam, I really want to hear about because you've been at games, more games than any of us. (laughs) So you've seen the play on the field. You can give us a really good account of what it's like and how you're feeling about these moves. So let me just kind of get into it really, really quickly. So uh, Padres trade for Rich Hill, the oldest man in baseball. And Korean baby Huey, G-Man Choi, assuming he's going to be a DH or a bat off the bench. And they give up Jackson Wolf, who just made his major league debut, I think a week ago, and pitched decently well. And two minor leaguers, Alfonso Rivas, career minor leaguer, and some other guy who's 17. Never heard of him. Uh, next trade is Scott Barlow from the Royals for Henry Williams, the Padres' number 10 prospect. And some guy named Jesus Rios. And last but probably hey, least. Jesus? Or, or Jesus. Jesus. It's way more fun to say it that way. <laughs> All right, whatever. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, and then last and probably least, the Padres trade for Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds from the Marlins. And they give up our old friend Ryan Weathers. So sounds like they got a couple bats, a bullpen arm, and then a few pitching prospects or a pitcher. Uh, yes, guys, I you do. think they did enough at the deadline? I think they were buyers, just like I wanted AJ to do. Okay. So I, I should probably specify. Like, do you think they I did think enough they to make the playoffs? A first base void. They filled a bullpen void, and we have to deal with Trent Grisham, but that is. That they did as much as I thought they could. I actually did not think there was going to be any other action than the spews of minor trades that we saw, and then we landed Garrett Cooper. So, D- David, you're dancing yeah. on my question. Oh. I said, do you think they're going oh, to make I the said playoffs? Yes. Yeah, did they I totally do enough to make the playoffs? They did enough. I am hopeful and oh. optimistic that they will pull a Braves 2021 or so many other teams in the past 
12, 13 years to turn it around. What about the recent performance makes you think that's I don't that's think it happen. has to do with recent performance. I think it's just natural. It's natural pressure. Of course not. Now here, there's no one else to pick up. The roster is what it is. You're going to get some minor leaguers to come up in September. But other than that, it's it's shine time. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. That's fine. I'm not buying it. No offense. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay. Adam, uh, knowing the deadline moves, knowing how the team's been playing, what do you think about the moves? Do you think they played the deadline right? Or do you also think that they're going to make the playoffs? (laughs) Uh, Listen, I'm going to be honest. If we hadn't just played the Pirates, I would officially have heard of zero Mm. of the players that we traded for. Got it. (laughs) G-Man but, Choi is awesome. Tell me you're a fan of G-Man Choi. Uh, so I will say that uh, it, it's encouraging that we didn't go do something stupid like like try to grab Verlander and and really get over leveraged in, in a season that's probably <laughs> 50-50 at this point. Um, so yeah. that was good. Um, while still being aggressive uh, as you can be, like David said. So, you know, we tried to address some issues. At the end of the day, I, I don't think that these signings are are going to make or break uh, us making the playoffs. It's it's still a good team, has always been a good team. The main difference between last year and this year is that we just can't win close games. And for the love of God, we cannot win an extra innings game. Like what is what is more Padres this season than sweeping mm-hmm. the Rangers, a good team, and then going into extra innings in Colorado, a terrible team, getting bases loaded with no outs, and then losing the game. <laughs> There's nothing more Padres that is... than Padres 2023 than, than <laughs> that series of events. Absolutely owned us forever. I couldn't We've agree talked more. about this earlier in the year, so that doesn't surprise me. It's laughable. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I'll offer up on that is that. Let's not forget that the Rangers were playing without their two best offensive players. And so I know everyone in the media likes to be like, oh my God, the Padres swept the first place Rangers. Yeah, without their two best players. We put up runs. Uh, we not... put up runs. It wasn't it wasn't just like, oh, we won some they close did. game. Like we put up runs. We sh- we showed some offensive consistency, uh, which, you know, everyone can agree has been an Achilles heel for the Padres. So uh, and you got guys like Cronenworth who are starting to get a little more consistent. Um, you and, and you need that, right? Kim continues to to really just surprise everybody. Um, and I, I think there's a high possibility that, that the team makes a run, despite the ugly loss last night. I mean, the team 0-10 in extra inning games haven't had more than three wins in a row all season. But something about what tells you guys that a run is coming? Why don't you coming? tell us, Ryan? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the questions. I, I don't think it's going to happen. So that's why I'm asking you guys to tell me because I'm of the of the opinion that they didn't do enough at the deadline. I thought the moves they made were awful. I thought Preller once again put the Padres in a bad situation by not trading Snell and not trading Hader and getting value for expiring contracts. So I'm, I'm just curious what you guys are seeing that tells you 
hey, this team can make that run that's been evading them all season. That doesn't make any sense because you're saying we didn't do enough at the deadline, as in we're not going to win because we didn't do enough. But in your opinion, what we should have done was sell to get farm prospects because somehow that would have helped us do enough to win? No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that would have helped us win this year. I'm saying that I think this year is pretty much done. I don't think this is a playoff caliber team. And I think it would have been a smart, pragmatic move for Preller to say, we can still be competitive because this roster is stacked with Soto, Bogarts, Manny, Tatis, who, by the way, are all, other than Soto and Tatis, underperforming. Manny had a great July, but it's one month. Bogarts, for the most part, he's having the worst year of his career since his rookie season. So those guys are underperforming. Cronenworth, I don't see the consistency. I think he's Have underperforming his compared last to his rookie games? year. He has two uh, hits in each of his last four games. He's finally awake. If it if this were the if this were the first two weeks of the season, I'd be like, damn, nah, it's off still to a good early, start. bro. It's game a hundred. That's that's fine. It, it, <laughs> it's not it, early. It, my it might be game one hundred, <laughs> but he looks like him old, his old self. Like if you look at his abs, they look way different. I, I, I don't know really how to describe it. Um, there's, it just looks different, man. I don't know. So are, is that one of the factors that's leading you guys to believe that this team has turned a corner and can go on a run yeah. that is oh, more for than sure. a three think, game Think about you have, you now have Garrett Cooper okay. who does not need to start at first base, even though he's starter caliber, he can D he can DH for you. What, what, what? If you Wait. want. Explain to me how Garrett Cooper is starter caliber. Cause uh, I don't, I'm not seeing because that. Cause he, He's played in 440 games, and he started about 430 of them. Yeah, but a guy who's what hitting 250 with 13 home seen runs like that's a big come up. Oh, okay. Well, I've seen him play. I, oh, get I out think of here. didn't he make yeah. an All Star team at one yeah, point? Last oh, year. now you're asking Ryan. Us. He, he said you saw him play. The, the dude is a professional. Hey man, I'm asking you guys to tell me. I would not say he's going to be a Paul Goldschmidt. But he will definitely produce, and he hit. He literally crushes the ball, and it doesn't need to be home runs. He is a line drive, go with it type of guy too. I think he's a professional hitter. I think it's a fantastic Brandon Drury like pickup that we did last year to to push us, give us a little extra oomph towards a playoff push. Yeah, and and you definitely need that. We we've been losing a lot of closed games, and I think a big part of that is certain guys changing their approach to to the long ball. We've talked in in length about uh, Jake's swing change. So just going back to him, the change that he's made over the last week or so definitely is not a power swing, right? So if we add another bat like that, when you have a guy on second, you have bases loaded, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, putting the ball in play way more important than like, you know, pop out, strike out, pop out, or whatever our classic combo yep. was with the yep. uh, bases loaded, no outs. Okay, I, I mean, I can buy that. Garrett Cooper is an upgrade. How about an upgrade in the bullpen? Cronenworth there. You got and another closer, so now you have Suarez. You have who are you Hater, talking about? And now you have Scott Barlow, who's having a career worst year. But but Adam, let me tell you something. <laughs> Hey, I'm about really to because Ryan doesn't look at stats. He sees one number and writes a whole essay about it. So, yeah. 5.35 is the last number I see, and that's his ERA. Years. 
Oh, so you're going to cherry pick his two best seasons of 2.18 and 2.42? Yeah. Hey, before Ryan, that, how about I do more before math to that, shut 3-1 career ERA coming into this season. No, he does Did not. You, he has a 3-3-9 coming into ERA this season. He had a 3-1. Season. Which I would say for a oh. reliever who's not even going to be tasked with closing games, he'll be a fantastic seven and eight guy. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's we have great to have, we have the Luis old Luis Garcia back. For a guy. Then you have Suarez in the eighth. You have Hader in the ninth. You have oh Garrett Cooper for debt. And Ryan is still only focused on next year, Adam. Wait, we have. No, the no, old I'm Luis saying Garcia we got back. we got uh, Scott Barlow as our Luis Garcia replacement. Oh, I love the hope that you guys have. Like, it really is a joy to see how you guys like just cope with the fact that the Padres are terrible and they made bad moves. This guy has a five three five ERA, and that seems like help in the bullpen. I mean, that's. That's got to be the worst ERA hey, even Adam, in the Padres. Can I read you a quote from point. the Bleacher Creatures that involves Ryan? Here's can I no can I read it to you, Adam? The Bleacher real quick? Creatures have to say it, it, it feels like a rhetorical oh, question. Oh, so okay, cool. You just you do you. Um, yeah. <laughs> side note: Does Ryan kick puppies for fun, or did the three of you decide when you were concocting this show that he would be the resident curmudgeon? Ryan, how would you respond? Uh, 5.35 ERA, uh, G-Man Choi, 2.28 batting average, Rich Hill, 43 years old, and a 4.5 ERA. I'm not angry or curmudgeoning. I'm just stating the facts here. And the facts are ugly. So, okay. We know who the pod's got. You're a fan of Barlow, Dave. Okay. What do you think about the Rich Hill G-Man Choi acquisition? Rich Hill is just nude alarm to me. He's useless to me. G-Man Choi is a fantastic carpenter replacement. We should DFA carpenter immediately. Um, And G-Man Choi can be your your bat in place of him. It doesn't matter. What has been on the field has not been working, obviously. So I I asked for Preller to make some decisions. And he did what he could while he's backed into a corner with no leverage. He still pulled off some interesting trades. Adam, what about you? I mean, I don't know. Trades, I already told you I don't I didn't know any of these guys except for the fact that I'd just been to a Pirates <laughs> game. And uh Choi hit a home run against us at the game I was at. There's that. True. But uh we're five and a half back in the wild card, and we have half a season to play. That's that's not a huge hole, okay? That's not half a season to play, man. We so got you about got a COVID games. season, okay? Yeah, but they need to win seventy percent of their games to get into mm-hmm. the conversation for. They're a five games spot. out currently. Five games out of a, a wild team that hasn't. Spot. A team that hasn't won more than three games in a row. Listen, it's fourth place in the division. They haven't won three games in a row. They're 0 and 10 in extra inning games. It sounds really prime. Prime, prime, prime. Four, four, four positives. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I mean, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? It's bound to. 
next year. No. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we know about the trades that Preller did make. Uh, we I think we all expressed how we kind of feel about those trades. Can we talk about the trades that Preller yeah, did you're, make? Yeah, you're really heated about him not so getting Blake rid Snell, of Snell and Hater. Well, let me. I think I should clarify that. It's not that I wanted to get rid of either of them. It was ex- expiring contracts. The team is under 500 at the deadline. They're not playing good baseball. And holding on to players that... And maybe you guys feel differently, but I'm struggling to see where the money's going to come from to re-sign either of those guys. So it seems like we're going to have two really valuable trade pieces that didn't get traded walk yeah, at the end of the season. I don't. I don't think it's for nothing. nothing. Their their salaries are Snell is sixteen point six million dollars. Good luck moving that. Uh, and and Hater's fourteen. Oh wait wait wait. Hang on a second. Are you saying they yeah. didn't get traded because oh, of their 100%. salaries? I don't that, think Preller could find someone no. who wanted to eat some of their salaries. Oh, that's ridiculous. Snell is the ERA leader in the MLB and having the best season of his career. And Hader is the premier closer in the game. A contender would happily take on a 16 million and not even 16 mil. It's whatever well, why, is left of his they? salary this year. Because the Padres didn't want to trade them. So I'm not buying now that they struggle to find a trade partner. That, Don't give me that oh, shit. Man, that yeah. K, that K hit hard. <laughs> that's that's an opinion. Okay, I'm yeah. not buying that. Do you think that was a wise decision to hold on to Snell and Hater and let them walk I'd, at the end? Of I the year? think if you're trying to make the playoffs, it was wise. If you're trying to throw in the hat like you've been trying to do for two straight weeks, then no, it's not. It's not thrown in the hat. It's being realistic about their chances. Yeah, but if you, tr- of you trade your closer, no, you trade your like ace, we- then you are outwardly saying this season is over. Yeah, and what is what does that say to uh, season ticket holders and fans that set records yeah. at the stadium this year? Like, hey, thanks guys for believing in us, but we're going to pack it up with uh, you know sixty games yep. left. Thanks. And that's that's exactly I think the problem. Is that the Padres don't care about winning? They Maybe care about filling the stadium. They have a Snellzilla bobblehead uh, that they passed out. That was important. You got to hold on to them for that. Yeah, it's already paid for. You can't, you know, just paint a little mustache okay. on them and make them carpenter. I'm just saying. I think if, if you're if you're a season ticket holder, I would be upset because. And, and, you know, like, I'm not your casual Padre fan that just wants to go to a game. I, I prefer to see smart decisions made for the betterment of the organization. I want to see them competitive for a long time. Yeah, I want to see them in games. That out. Actually, that was amazing. I was so bored I was what Ryan asleep. was saying. I was, I was, that, that monologue was felt like it was going to go on Gosh, for probably all right, 20 Adam, minutes. now that it's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm listening. And I'm just um, saying... Literally the two, like you are the problem and why the Potters will never win a championship. If people are going to fill the stadium when they're playing this poorly, there's no incentive for management to put together a good team that's going to go to a World Series. I'm not going to protest the team. I don't even, where, like. Clearly the fans are sending a message to management that the performance doesn't matter. We will buy tickets. We'll go to games. No. No. Absolutely. Fans go to the games because they're a good time. Okay. It's not. 
You could be the you could be a fan of the A's where there's twelve people in the stadium every night. Yeah. And the only time you fill the seats is when you're trying you you're trying to about? get the the yeah. owner to sell. Yeah, I, I think I yeah, think Ryan, hilarious. this might be a good time to switch gears and talk about the difference between baseball as a business and baseball as a sport. Do you have anything you want to vent concerning that? Well, what, it what sounds like baseball as a sport. You're heated that the Padres are focused on tickets and not winning. Well, as, as a fan that wants to see a World Series okay. come to San Diego, yeah, I am upset by that. I think the I think management cares more about filling the stadium than putting the Padres roster and organization in a good position talent wise to consistently they, compete for a championship. Ryan, they and legit that think they have a chance dude, this year, like, too. Just because they think it doesn't mean it's true. Right back and at I would, you. I would offer up, like, if you look at the last, if you look at the last World mm-hmm. Series winners for, like, the last five years, the Padres do don't the look anything like three games one of under teams. 500 on August 1st? How much homegrown talent did the Braves have? So obsessed with homegrown talent. It's it's this literally, David's like, oh, uh, the Braves who were three games under August 1st. Very, very similar to where the Padres are looking at right now. Regardless of homegrown talent, this roster has more talent than that Braves team. Then let's let's make a bet right now on whether or not the Padres make the playoffs. Because both of you seem to think that it doesn't matter having homegrown talent on the roster and the Padres can buy themselves into a World Series. I know that's not going to happen. The last 10 World Series winners, that hasn't been the case. There is no proof point because they all had star homegrown talent on the roster and they supplemented that talent with free agents. Padres don't do that. Braves, Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna. Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Walker Bueller, Gone. Cody Bellinger. I'm not. You should know. give me the other World Series. You teams. said you you said you know all ten of them. The past no, ten you were telling me. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll look. It I up really, really do, Ryan. I don't back think do homegrown talent you guys... is is directly correlated to winning World Series. The, look at the New York Yankees. Our entire I childhood will was bye 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 win win win. Oh, here we go. This is great. I don't want to hear this, so uh, if you, I, I'll just duck out. You guys I think I'm going to leave too. Without me for the. the... <laughs> go ahead. See you guys later. I'll finish it myself. You're just going to go on a, a, a monologue of the final other the other eight remaining teams and the three players who are homegrown talent and just. I don't think you guys get it though. It's not just three players, and it's not like oh yeah, they had a bullpen arm that they grew through their system. No, they all had stars on the team. I mean, think about it. We're talking teams like the Washington Nationals in 2019 who had Juan Soto and Steven Strasburg on that roster and Anthony Rendon, stars. We had the Boston Red Sox in 2018, the Houston Astros. How much homegrown talent was on that team? I mean, guys, it's not a crazy thought. And just because you haven't looked into it and you haven't educated yourselves because you're lazy doesn't mean it's wrong. Listen. Winning a World Series or really any championship in any sport is very difficult. If the only thing, thank you, the Captain only Obvious. thing that you measure 
as success or failure as a team in any league is if you won the championship, then there's not a lot of other things that you can do for the fans. That's like, it doesn't make any sense to automatically say, Oh, well it's a failure and they only care about season tickets or they only, or sorry, they only care about selling tickets. There's a whole other part of the game besides just winning a championship. Is it fun to go to? Is the team exciting Nobody to watch? Gives a yes, shit. they do. No. Yes, they do. They're terrible to watch. No, they're, not. they're not exciting to watch. They lose in extra innings. They haven't won more than three games in a row. Like your, your argument is ridiculous to say they're good to okay, watch. So last night, and last yeah. night's game wasn't exciting to watch because Grisham didn't homer it to tire to tie it in the top of the ninth, despite lose us losing with bases loaded. Yeah, that sucks, dude. It's awful. But Dude, that's such a loser attitude. No, it's attitude. not. It's yeah, still, Adam. It's that's it's a loser attitude. You should sell so we just give up on this year and focus on next. Top of nine tying home run is boring to you? Like, I, I don't understand. Dude, it, it doesn't matter. The team doesn't win games. That's all that matters, and that's the only reason a sports organization exists. Win a championship. That's like their one fucking goal. Yeah. And if it's a fun time, great. Then they exist so to sell season the tickets in their business. The I get World that. Series, they will have Trent, or excuse me, uh, Jake Cronenworth and Fernando Tatis, who they can say are their homegrown talents. Who else? Who else? No, they are not. Oh, he's our Tampa. Jake Cronenworth trade. came out of the Tampa Bay system. Yeah, and Tatis was a white. So we Sox have to draft them and, trait. and bring them up through the system. Yes. So Ryan can watch them from yes. age 16 until 23? No, not no. even. Go Thir- farther. 13. Go farther. Preller Got has it. to hold Got them it. as a Ryan. baby. Yeah, you guys are just salty because like, you think that it's a ridiculous thing to say that that is the difference in an no. organization being more competitive. We're not, we're even not, Bob we're not salty. We're, even we're Bob Melvin, optimistic fans. You are salty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. You're not optimistic. Optimistic and being like, oh, yeah, they're going to turn it around. I have nothing to uh, point to to say why, uh, but they're totally going to. Dude, that's half of that's, ha- that's, that's idiotic. Half of sports is saying I they're going to turn it around. And then someone's saying why. It doesn't even matter. You could say I have a gut feeling. That's literally being how a about, sports fan. How about a great one, Ryan? Snell, historically, is a second-half player. We held on to him. Now we have an ace for the playoffs or our September push. Snell's great. And I wasn't saying I want to get rid of him because he's a bad player. The team isn't headed to the playoffs. Get value for the expiring Ah. contracts. That was my argument. I love Snell. And if the Padres were above 500 and winning games, hell yeah, you hold on to the guy. He's an awesome player. I just want to say that I think Ryan's villain arc. Yeah, it is. (laughs) He's he's graduated from curmudgeon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. I mean, I, I get I get where your head's well, at, Ryan. Right. I just I I disagree. I I think you got you got both feet out, and I still Why? got both feet in. And we might be twelve feet in mud, but at least I'm with this team. I'm not giving up on them. What would it have looked like to you, Ryan, for you to be at a different opinion now? Not not talking about who we should have traded. Like, what what would we have done after the All Star break? that you would have said we're making the playoffs 
Because I don't right think, now your opinion is that we're I don't just, think Ryan we're thought shit team. Yeah, that's it. Above five hundred. Yeah. Okay, so above five hundred. So if we win three like, games in a row, you got to position yourself. In if a, we win three games in a row, and we get to five hundred. Yeah. What about right now? Then. Yeah. Right now. For this season, I am still not confident. I mean, they haven't gone on any kind of run to show that they can get themselves back into a playoff position and win games consistently. Hmm. I mean, you guys can hope all you want, and it's great yeah. to have hope, but I mean, the, the, I mean, the results speak for themselves. But that's the thing is the results are not – like I don't, I don't think past performance is indicative of, of yeah. future results. They have a very stacked team, and they've literally had. I'm not going to say luck because it's not luck, but going 0 for 10 in extra inning games and having an extremely lopsided record in close games is is like that's that's not something that you look at this team and go, our team sucks. They get blown mm-hmm. out every single game, like. It's not that. Dude. And you have to figure that there's no way this team goes 0 for 20 in extra inning games or 0 for 15. That just, I, I, how can that yeah, if that does, be possible? I oh, would laugh yeah. my ass off oh, if yeah. that happened. But I, I don't think it would happen. And I think if it does, then of course we don't deserve to make the playoffs. Two months ago, would you have thought that the Padres be 0 and 10 in extra inning games? When this season started, if I said, hey, you know what? Mid, mid-season at the trade deadline, Padres are going to be 0 for 10 in extra innings. I never innings. would have thought of it. It's just one of those It's just one of those things. I mean, did did people think Ricky Fowler wouldn't wouldn't win a golf tournament for like four years? Dude, I, this is what I mean. You just, you just dance around like the tough question. No, it's not a tough question. It's, it's, a, it's a hypothetical would you have, would you that there's have no thought, answer to. Would you, it's a yes or no question. Would you have thought if I said the first week of the season by the All-Star break, the Padres will be 0-10 in extra innings? You would have laughed at me. Mm, I probably would have said, I don't know. I hope not. I, d- I don't even think David? I listened to what you said. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to answer it because it makes all your arguments oh, look stupid. So you just You're right. Your in March, go, I was thinking about know. how poor we were in extra innings last year, and I was really hoping we wouldn't be at 0 and 10. David, yeah, that's if, actually I, the if I would have said of all the scenarios, no, hey, David, imagine this scenario after the season is over and uh, the so guy again, that we like, traded this is, for this is, is This is classic. Ryan. You guys just like Ryan, we not are, wanting to accept anything. We have anything. been with you down in the trenches in, in the dirtiest of holes that you can fill the void in there. Um, I, I think we have seen the misery of the Padres is what I'm trying to say. And, and we have been bashing on the Padres. So the second that Adam and I decide to become optimistic is when you decide to just absolutely start throwing bows. Ken, you know what the difference is for me? Uh, the difference is that we're, we're scoring runs. Okay. Early season struggles was, oh, we, we had eight runs and then followed up with a one-run game and a one-run game and a zero-run game got shut out multiple times by not great pitching. Like we're not at a point in the season where that's been happening. Yes. We're not stringing them together, but that was, that was happening earlier in the season is currently not right. So that, I think that's why I'm personally more optimistic. Um, okay. And I, I think it's a reason Let's to go be seven, optimistic past seven games. Runs. We've scored two runs one time and we've scored 
three runs one time. Everything else more than that. So, so you are Dude, saying we're chipping in more. I I am not. I don't want to talk about like the fucking sample size that makes it seem. So like Ryan, the, the entire rest of the around. year that's is the is the podcast going to be fighting with Ryan to believe that the Padres will make the World Series, or will it be you waiting for us to crumble and admit they won't? I don't. If the Padres make the World Series, I'm going to be pumped. I don't want them not to be good. I'm perfect. It's perfectly reasonable to be frustrated to think that we've sacrificed the future of the organization for a futile effort today. Dude, the future is is not promised. Okay, the the future is is means what? It's hyperbole. No, hyperbole. it's not. You're you're telling you're saying David and Adam. Why do you guys have so much hope for this crappy team? And yet you're thinking about the future 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 with hope simply because those records of those years that we haven't started yet yeah ryan i'm too used to the futility like your dad was saying last week yeah he he always looks forward to the next draft pick that's what that was the move guys the fact is then if it's zero zero we have a better record next year than we have right now in the padres minds right now you know they they got it's too late I understand that uh, my optimism could be crushed. Uh, I, I did. I might have. I, I might have grinded my teeth last night after watching the game in bed on my phone that they lost. But that's fine. It's part of it being a fan. If they can somehow pull this off, think about what an epic season yeah. that would be. Be incredible. Past the, the last sixteen games mm-hmm. of the season, we're playing Oakland, Colorado, St. Louis, San Francisco and Chicago White Sox. So we're playing four out of five teams uh, under 500. Brutal teams. So mm. Smells like what, a run. What's our smells record? like a run. What's our record against teams under 500? It will be better in the last. No, I, think it's a, I think it's about the same. It's pretty <laughs> terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's actually, that's actually really funny. Uh, the Potters would be, way better suited to play like every division leader yeah. for the last seven series to end the season. That's just because that's how yep. they seem to play. They just but. they <laughs> just have to make the playoffs, I think. Um, what did you want to know, Ryan? Their record? What's the record against Team. sub-500 teams? Batting finders. Okay. I wonder when they sign these guys like Rich Hill, they look at his stats against bad and good teams, and they're like, "Oh, we got him. We got a we got a guy who can pitch against bad teams." I don't think Preller looks at anything, man. I think he's the problem and the reason why the Potters will never win a World Series. I thought you said we were the reason why the Potters would never win a World Series. Oh, okay, got it. Second reason, <laughs> got it. Two reasons. Okay. There's more than one reason, Adam. Oh, there's three. Oh, there's three reasons. <laughs> Yeah, there's two of you, isn't there? <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, I can't find it, and I'll get to it in a minute. Convenient. I'll get to it. I'm just being slow. If you want to talk about something else that pisses you off, Ryan. You guys see that play Manny made from? Nah, who cares? Butt? Padres are losers. They they lost. Hey, did you see it that ball ex- Manny booted uh, to lose the game in Colorado? 
for for every play like that, he has twenty seven that are incredible. That's good. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not going to get on that hype train. What hype? Be... It's not even hype. It's fact. He's a Gold Glover. What do you What do you want? I'm not talking about Manny. I'm talking about this like toxic positivity towards the team that's been underperforming. What am I supposed to do? Oh, they're going to get it. They're going to figure it out. I can't talk about a specific play that I thought was incredible. You actually can't talk about anything positive the rest of the (laughs) episode, Adam. Positivity has been canceled. Go ahead. Um, Hassan Kim avoided a, what I thought might be serious shoulder injury. So that's pretty cool. Definitely. Did you guys think that that was? Yeah, I mean, I kinda, I don't know what the rules are for blocking home plate are, uh, but I did not like how that looked. Did not catch the ball, and the knee came down on his hand in front of the plate. Yeah, unless the catcher is in possession of the ball, actively with the ball, they can't be in the path. Right. Uh. I saw a really sad attempt uh, last night. They sent Soto uh, on a on a base hit, and he was out by like thirty feet. He was barely halfway down the line, and then he tried to appeal with his hands, like, "Oh, oh, look, like you know, he's blocking." I think they were trying to appeal some sort of blocking oh, thing. I'm gosh. like, no, "What? What are you doing? Like, you were out by a mile." Yeah. Who called it? Eight. Is that is that That's negative good. enough for you, Ryan? Uh, did we lose oh, Ryan? We lost him. I think he's screaming yeah. into his pillow. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry guys, I was falling asleep. That was whoa. I'm still here. What would it? What would it? What would energize you? Probably oh, some Tatis real conversation. In a Dodgers and a four uniform. loco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I could justify becoming a Dodger fan if Tatis got traded to them. Oh. <laughs> Ryan said it, folks. Thanks for watching. We'll never be back. Uh, we just need to we need to capture that clip so we have it on the uh, soundboard that we don't use or have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan, what's next? I don't know. You tell me what. Uh, what thing can we highlight about these Padres march mm-hmm. to the playoffs next, guys? Uh, okay, I got your answer. And uh, Padres this season are hitting 246 against teams who are under 500, and they're hitting 235 against winning teams. What would you like to say, Ryan? <laughs> what uh, you already said it. <laughs> There's nothing that needs oh, okay. to be said after that. Yeah, they hit better against bad teams. This is what yeah what he's saying. So. They hit less bad against bad teams. My it's not gosh. good. I, I, every time like a, a batting average stat comes up, I think in your head, league average is like 298. <laughs> I really like, I, I, I don't understand. Is that, is that what you think this team is though? Like they're capable of league average? No, I just like, a I bunch just of superstars don't, I should be hitting know, league I don't average. Know what you think is good. I, uh, yeah, I have higher expectations for a team full of superstars that, Apparently have generational yeah. talent on the roster. 245 or 238. I'm not saying that league average is even good enough. Yeah, they definitely they should be should. above league average. That's not a league average payroll. Yeah, that's for sure. 
So why is league average the thing we're like comparing no, against or not. shooting they, for? No, they've been a bunch hard. of bums and we've ripped on them. But, you know, I've, I think uh, the start of the podcast was aiming to be positive, And uh, we're going to leave that in the dust because that's not working with our captain. Uh, next up, though, <laughs> we we literally have been talking shit yeah. for half the season. And then the second David and I are like, we're like no, out. you're not. <laughs> he, he's going to slip, slip us a ambient. And I just... think he took one. Um, hey, how much, though, did you love, Adam, Eduardo Rodriguez vetoing a trade to the Dodgers today? Yeah, legend. Ah, oh, oh, legend. Man. <clears throat> so. I wonder why. I, want, I wonder what the reason yeah, when you, is for that. Like, I wonder if, like, his his parents are just hardcore I don't know, Giants or yeah, say Padres fans or something. You know, like they had a team team that he was hilarious. not allowed to go to. Family policy, I could see it. Um, I saw that the Padres made all these trades today, and they didn't trade any prospects prospects ranked one to nine. To me, to me, that seems like it yeah. could be way worse. I don't, I don't <laughs> think we had much depth, anyways. Oh. Absolutely. There are a couple people that if they had gotten traded, Ryan would have quit uh, sports altogether, oh, yeah. I think, maybe. Oh, yeah, definitely. Who's our top prospect uh, right now? Is it Ethan Salas? Yeah, maybe he's, he's to you. Like Jackson we, Merrill, yeah. Jackson if we Merrill. Had tra- oh, and Ryan loves Jackson Merrill. If we had traded Jackson Merrill for Verlander for like a one-year rental... Oh my God, that that would have been it. Yeah. It would have it would have been the end. It's so crazy. I I think I'm just so <laughs> so numb to the business mindset thing. <laughs> think about Ryan. Were you a Chargers fan? So so yeah. you had an owner who was focused on filling seats and making money rather than he was. No, no, because he never wanted to oh, spend ne- anything. I mean, if Thanos never spent anything. That money. was his. Yeah, if that was his focus. He failed miserably. Okay. Spanos was a jerk. So you're off. saying at least Pete's wallet is open, so it's fine, even if the wallet is open for stupid reasons. No. Hey, spending dumb money is Brian, not much better. What's uh? When's Jackson Merrill going to be ready for the show? Hmm. I don't know. Can you can you give me a guess? Well, he's tearing it up down in Double A, so yeah, two I years. think I could see two years. I mean, it's kind of crazy to see Matt Holiday's kid is the number one prospect in baseball when he was. Yep, yeah, he's definitely a player. He's a player. Um, you want to do a little trivia? I don't know if anyone cares. Yeah, Ryan, you want to do some trivia? It's, it's going to be about Let's the Padres, it. though, not the Dodgers. Sure. Is that okay? All right, I'll throw in a Dodgers no. question for you. <laughs> um, let's go uh, Sean Reynolds, part of the Garrett Cooper trade. Sean Reynolds' ERA this season in minor leagues is over under 
two uh, point double and uh, triple levels you plan both across both levels or just a triple a two teams 38 i'm gonna guess under adam what are you thinking over under 2.8 era i'm gonna say it's 2.97 okay you're both wrong it's under 2.77 no ryan doesn't get points because he's a dick here's your next (laughs) i'm kidding ryan you're up one to nothing I was yeah. trying to win the showcase showdown with the exact number. But, um, you know, next, MLB's rankings of prospects, which might make our pants move. Jackson Merrill is ranked number nine. nine is correct. Nine. Nine. Um, nine. Next, over under. How many South Korean-born players are in the major leagues right now? Over under three um, South Korean-born players who have played a game in 2023. I think it is three. Over. Okay. I'm going to say three. So Adam's right. It's the over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We have two out of four of them. That's kind of fun. And uh, what I think is, is... that's yeah, Ryan, really fun. That We're fun? going positive tonight. I do. I do have an actual <laughs> like. I, I have. I have looked at this. I have questioned the value of it. But to me, a run differential is a huge thing, and and the Padres have shown. The Padres have shown uh, that their <laughs> run differential is good. So I'm giving you a hint. In fact, it's how good. Ryan says third. third. Adam, you say, give me any sort of ranking. Yep. Ranking yeah. for the whole season? Just uh, where they are, best um, run differential in baseball. Uh, ninth. Okay, your winner is going to go to Adam because he was closest without going over. Um, I'm going reverse numbers. It's uh, sixth. So good job, Adam. That's, that's the same difference. I did go over. I said reverse I did go over. No, Okay, you're tied there. You're tied. Uh, yeah. Hey, but th- th- to me, this is a talking point that we have not beaten to death, but 484 runs have been scored by our Padres. 422 runs have been allowed. David, if this was a good team, they'd be second. Oh, you're totally right. Okay. So they'd be the Rangers? Oh, no, if this were a good what did team, we do against they would the Rangers? be over 500. <laughs> and we have talked about this. They go 0 Ryan, 0 0 I just 15. said we've talked about it. They are 3-6, and six, which is bad, in games after they score 10 runs. So, so, so they've only scored 10 runs yep. in nine games. Okay, so here's what we're going to see, because sabermetrics is oh, still yeah. very much a thing. When we when we get to eight runs in a game, we are going to just forfeit innings That's until the idea. game is over, so that we don't yeah. get over ten. Yeah, and uh, unless we have to go to extra innings, <laughs> avoid, <laughs> avoid yeah at all costs. Oh goodness. Um, okay, last one. Manny Machado this year is, is starting to hit the ball with some authority. Would anyone like to take a guess at an over under? on Manny's average exit velocity. So how hard is he hitting 
every ball he's put in play on average, and I'll set the over-under at 92 miles per hour. Over. I'm going to go for the showcase showdown once again, Bob. And I'm going to say his average is 94.1. Lock it in. Over Over plus plus one. one. Correct answer is he still sucks at 90.6. He's hitting some fluffers this year. That would. uh, I would like to revise my answer. Ryan wins the game and it's over. Ryan needed that. I didn't good, even good do w, math. I Ryan. just said he won. Okay, good. Well, he Ryan. Did. Yeah. Better record than the Padres, boys. Over five. Actually, I don't know. I have a lot of W's under my belt and and trivia. I think it's all it's all luck. But you know, statistical positive regression. Hey, coming this your is kind of crazy. As of this morning, there's playoff odds that are simulated by Baseball Reference, and they they I don't even know if it's their own algorithm they're using. But playoff odds for the Padres after today, 35.3%. So it's still still a third. Who's uh, who's the team below them and mm. who's the team above them? I don't have the odds that way. I can I can dig it up for you, though. Okay, Soto homered twice tonight. Yeah, can you imagine if we had traded that guy? Yeah, I almost traded him in my fantasy team at the start of the year. Um, Ryan, yeah, I don't, I think that would, I'd have to go team by team, but I mean, it's, it, it's not, it's not like it's great odds, uh, but 35.3% to make the postseason, 2.8% right now to win the world series. Oh. Guess who else had a multi, multi hit game to tonight? Um, I, I would say for a team, three games under 500, 35% is generous. I'm not saying it's accurate saying it's, oh yeah they they still they still have a lot of faith it seems like guess who had another 35 percent david guess low. who had another multi tonight oh for real yep wow yep good for him and and we're gonna lose the game is it already over nope uh it's eight four padres bottom oh nine. so a rockies player hasn't hit for the cycle yet okay Jurickson Profar, he's, he's got three hits. Didn't we have him last year? Yeah, I liked Profar. I'll always like Profar. Oh, Profar or Grisham? I mean, I take Profar, so I don't need 140 strikeouts. It's about the only reason. Hassan Kim has another stolen base tonight. Okay, Hassan Kim. He's a machine. Hassan he's a Kim machine. is getting to 2020, Adam. He's for at sure. 14 jacks right now, and he's got 21 stolen bases. So he's got enough pop in two months for six more homers. Oh, good yeah. For, easy. Good for Hassan. Hell if he yeah. That off. Um, but do you he's think uh, there was uh, any decision made to pick up um, Choi from the Pirates because of uh, the Korean already – uh, in the dugout for the Padres? Do you think that's like a perk? Uh, like if we had you Darvish, is it a good idea to get another pitcher who speaks Japanese or, or is there no tactic behind that? 
Well, I would say that since this team is focused on ticket sales and our opening day is in Korea next year, it was absolutely a move only to sell tickets. Only only to sell sell tickets. tickets. Okay. Got it. For one game. (laughs) For just for the one game. Hmm. Um, Yeah, Adam's right. Did you just say Adam's right? Yeah. Best take of the uh, season on Adam's part. Adam, how's how's it feel? Tell me about Rich Hill. I'm in shock. Uh, Rich Hill is uh, could probably teach every student at my high school. Um, he's a wise old man. He's forty three years old. What do you want to know about him, Ryan? What's oh, his uh, role in the Padres? Chief Bench. I don't know. I, d- I don't see Rich Hill doing much. I don't see him being a major contributor other than we just got rid of a lefty. So we need a lefty. Um, Weathers. Gone. Oh. Do you think there's much of a performance to be gained between adding Barlow or Hill and Getting rid of Wolf, who seemed to pitch well in his yeah, I didn't, short I didn't see Wolf. Debut. I don't know anything about him. But it it sounded like he was expendable. But Jackson, Wolf. Oh, yeah, and you're saying a lefty as well. Um, I mean, you got he's a starter. So is Rich Hill um, going to be able to fill the Weathers void of in, eating up some innings later in the rotation? He's got 119 on the season, so Rich Hill does seem to have a rubber arm, Ryan. I, so is I he think a he might be. Than Wolf was. He's, I don't know, he's was proven, that? and he's, you know, even at 43 years old, he's started 22 games, so he's not broken down yet. He's kind of like the air conditioning unit and the water heater in my house, older than me, but still working. All right, this is a fun episode, guys. All right, bye. <laughs> Ryan. All right, what are we looking forward to? Uh, what's what's the, Who do the Potters have after Rockies series? Oh, coming up for us. Yeah, who do we have coming up? Anything we can look forward to or, or not look forward to, depending on who you ask? Yeah, let's see. Let's see if I can dig up some positivity, if I'm allowed to. Um, uh, I think Waka's coming back. Well, soon. we're about to play the Dodgers, so we know how that goes. Um, then we play the Mariners for a two-game set. We go to Arizona for three more, and then we're home for quite a bender. Looks like over a week we'll play the 